This is Speaking with the Enemy on the Thai Cats Audio Network. Here is Louis Butko. Yes, the show is Speaking with the Enemy. The Enemy this week, the BC Lions, as the Hamilton Tiger Cats head west to BC Place and head west we go. And that's where we find Matt Baker. He is the manager of communications and content with the BC Lions. And uh, Matt, always appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for doing this. Let's jump right into it. These BC Lions, really an up and down last uh, few weeks here. Yeah, um, got some money in the bank early with uh, some big wins. I mean, uh, everyone will point back to that week three win in Winnipeg and how they just completely dominated the Bombers in all three phases. Um, Not surprised they won that one, but maybe in the fashion that they did, perhaps. But yeah, a bit of a rut here these last couple weeks, and I think it's just a classic case, you know, if you're referring to the Saskatchewan game on Sunday, that was a desperate team. I mean, uh, you look at the standings now, the Riders basically had to have that one um, in order to sort of stay in this race for a top two spot in the West. It's been us and Winnipeg pretty much the first half of the season, but Saskatchewan uh, all of a sudden trying to knock on the door. But yeah, overall, uh, seven and three, if you would have told this group that at the start of the year, I think they would have been pretty satisfied uh, despite a couple losses in the last three weeks of the year, including a, a return matchup in Winnipeg that didn't go too well. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to spend too much time on that. But I do want to talk about um, Vernon Adams Jr. Let's start there. A former Hamilton Tiger Cat. Brief, brief stint here in Hamilton. But uh, mm. one of those guys who's who's bounced around the league, you know, for, for whatever reason. But, you know, I, I think there were some questions coming into this season. Like, was he ready to be the number one guy? Is he a number one guy? It seems like, despite an injury this year, it seems like he has really arrived as a QB1 in the CFL. Is that fair? Well, I I wouldn't say he... I would say he already had arrived. I mean, people forget this was an Eastern All-Star in 2019 with Montreal, right? So, but now, hey, granted, since then we've had the pandemic. Uh, he's been traded. Maybe people view it as, as Montreal choosing Trevor Harris over him. I don't know what went inside there, but, um, you know, the sample size was there right? As recently as 2019. And I'll I'll tell you a quick story. I mean, this is a guy who came in last season under not the easiest circumstances. Remember Nathan Rourke taking the world by the CFL world by storm and was on pace to break all of Doug Flutie's 32 year old records before he got hurt. And that's not an easy situation for an outsider coming in via trade. But this is a guy who commanded the respect of the locker room right away became a leader without Vernon Adams Jr. This team doesn't host or win a playoff game last year. I mean, I may, I, I can tell you that much. Uh, so I'm not surprised to see, and, and it is remarkable. You look at the stats. I mean, the games he's started and finishing, he's averaging over 300 yards, um, had a season high 455 came in the loss in Saskatchewan. And it's, it's Vernon Adams, the player is one thing, but the person and, and the way he sort of came in and immediately gained the respect of the room, that spoke volumes. And we've talked about it before, and yeah, we'll we'll plug our content here. Off-season, he had all the receivers, all the skill guys down in Tacoma, Washington for sort of an informal camp, OTA. There was football and non-football activities. 
that just shows you how he is all in. And yeah, some of his detractors might point to a six interception game in Toronto. Bottom line, trailing most of that night, you have to try and stretch the field and, and get quick scores like they were trying to do in Saskatchewan on Sunday. So yeah, um, very, very, very uh, good to see Vernon performing uh, up to that standard. And again, another name that Hamilton Tiger Cats uh, fans are, are used to are, are familiar with, Dane Evans, who who really mm-hmm. has embraced a a backup role in BC. You know, I've I've spoken to him, you know, just casually, just over the last uh, few months since his time in BC. I know he's really enjoying it. And again, to embrace that that number two role, like he's there to push Vernon. He knows that. Um, but how has he adjusted to to his role in BC as well? Could not have been better. Uh, just uh, yeah, you, you guys know him, uh, your listeners and viewers here. You know what you see on camera, what you see in the interviews. That's what you see when the camera is not rolling. And and yeah, I mean, a guy who had led Hamilton to a couple of recent Grey Cup appearances, and um, you know, for whatever reason, uh, on the trade market, there wasn't that starting opportunity. But yeah, he's come in here and and he's played the role to a T and. And we saw how valuable the trade was just a few weeks ago uh, with Vernon going down early against Saskatchewan. And um, Dane came in and uh, essentially was the quarterback of record that game, uh, engineered the only touchdown drive they had. It was kind of a scrappy 19-9 to win. And unfortunately, the next week, uh, if he's able to finish in Winnipeg, who knows? It's certainly maybe a little bit closer and that's uh, no disrespect uh, to anyone else because, you know, injuries are unfortunately a part of it. But, yeah, I did not know Dane Evans at all, but um, I- I've loved getting to know him and um, and seeing how he's embraced this new role here on the West Coast. How motivated are the, the Lions this week to-, to bounce back from Sunday? I mean, uh, a, sh- a bit of a shorter uh, week for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is the mindset of this team? Have they already put... That game in the past, their focus, you know, as as we hear a lot on the in, in the windshield, not the rearview mirror. How, how motivated though are they to put that that game behind them? Yeah, Rick Campbell's consistent in his message, and I'm sure it's not too different than any other head coach uh, in in this game in this league. No matter what the result, you think about it for 24 hours and then you flush it. So, uh, had a post game flight home, was pretty quiet. Uh, guys uh, were in Monday for treatment and other things, and. Uh, didn't get back to practice until Wednesday of this week, so maybe that speaks to a, a little bit banged up uh, they've gotten here over the grind of the first half of this season. So I think uh, scaling back the first day of practice, bodies are hopefully going to be fresher. But yeah, this is a team that hasn't lost. They've only lost two in a row once in the last 29 games. That's dating back to 2021. So And that's a credit to that mindset working. Uh, they don't dwell on what happened the week before. And, yeah, I think being back home where they've played extremely well this season, uh, that should be all the motivation that uh, this team needs. 4-0 and at home. Uh, a shout-out to my, my boy Riley Nish, who I know uh, sells tickets uh, for the BC ah. Lions to get people in that building. Uh, good good pal of mine, but Amar Doman has also been doing a great job getting people in that building. What have you noticed in your time you know, in this Amar Doman era of, of getting people in the seats. What, is, what has been the success to, to helping fill, fill BC Place? We know it's a big stadium, but you know we've seen the numbers. The CFL put out some numbers about you know in the three biggest markets, they're seeing tremendous growth, BC obviously being a huge part of that. But what have you noticed, Matt, uh, when it comes to the atmosphere at BC Place and, and, and really making it 
a destination more than just outside the game. First of all, if Riley doesn't win uh, the sales competition after the plug on the Ticats Audio Network, then he's really got to step his game up, okay? I'm just throwing that out there. But yeah, no, um, Amar, yeah, speaking about Dane Evans and, and what you see is what you get. Uh, same thing uh, with Mr. Doman. Uh, the big thing in this market, it's maybe a little unique. Well, certainly not unique to the three biggest markets, Toronto and Montreal being the others there when you talk about that. You have to have a presence downtown. You know, big thing for me as a guy who's pretty much born and raised here in the Lower Mainland, uh, the demographics of the city have changed considerably, and you know the cost of living. People living around BC Place and downtown aren't necessarily the type of people who've been exposed to CFL football. So when it's a non-game day, there's no presence. So you've seen an investment in that regard. Uh, you see banners out in the city. Uh, game day of the mantra is the experience starts when you leave your door to come to BC Place. So our backyard street party's been a major hit every home game this year. This week, uh, to go with the Tiger Cat theme, we're calling it the Hammer Fest. There may or... Uh, I don't want to start rumors. There there may or may not be a, a Tiger Cat logo pinata for fans to hit. I don't know. Don't want to don't want to cause any tr stir stir the pot here. Get anyone motivated? But um, it's having a presence in the community. Uh, we're out at a lot more community football events. Summertime, uh, our merch trailer makes random pop up appearances at Kitts Beach, uh, the Vancouver Art Gallery, center of the downtown entertainment district. That's what you have to do and credit to him when he first bought the team one of the things he was blunt about is I see more NFL merchandise than BC Lions merchandise and it ticks me off I'm taking the words right out of his mouth so he's backed that up it, it's just having a, a better presence out in the community and making game day more than just the three hours when football's being played uh, any Hamiltonians uh, watching coming out making the trip uh, get to Terry Fox Plaza at noon because you'll see firsthand uh, just how cool these pregame tailgates are. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, Lucky Whitehead, obviously a player yeah. that you know took the league by by storm. Uh, but how is he kind of adjusting to to being a, a household name in the CFL? Is he as he rose to the occasion? Has it been an adjustment? But what have you seen from from number seven? Yeah, um, I I say he's definitely risen to the occasion. Um, and it was. One of those, uh, he comes over in free agency after being a part of that Blue Bombers, that first Grey Cup team in, in 2019. It was just a classic case of, it was a hard time for him to get on the field because of all the players they had there. And he has definitely stepped up and been that number one receiver that he's capable of being. The only thing that's derailed him has been injuries. Uh, unfortunately, the ankle last year kept him out of the entire playoff run and and you can tell that was uh, that was eating at him not being out there. Um, again, he sat out, um, missed a couple of games with the hamstring this year, but each game, kind of slowly but surely, he's become more of a go-to guy. Uh, he had a 100-yard performance, or close to it at least, last week, the big touchdown uh, to make things interesting in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's a guy who can change field position, change the momentum at the drop of a hat, one play, as we saw, so... And, and it's great for him. Um, you know, he, he's a great character. He loves doing the entrances and the social media stuff. That's all fine and dandy, but um, need him producing on the field. And he's gotten slowly but surely better since recovering from uh, his hamstring. Uh, James Butler making his return back to BC. I know you, you got to work with him in your role last year. Uh, how, how motivated do you think he's going to be to step on the field at BC Place? 
Oh yeah, knowing him like I do, uh, he he'll downplay it. I I, I haven't watched uh, too much uh, of the Tie Cats interviews this week, but I'm sure he's downplaying it. But deep down inside, all these guys want to prove their old team wrong. And and I'll tell you what, Louis, that's going to be a big key to success for this Lions defense. Uh, that's where they've um, they when that run stopping and they're not able to to slow that down, uh, that's when they've struggled, when they haven't been able to force teams into second and long. And Taylor Powell, another quarterback without as much experience, they're going to want to force him into more difficult situations. But, yeah, I think James will be good to go, and um, I think he's going to be a big key to Hamilton's success if they hope to come out of here with a win. But um, it's a good thing uh, the Lions probably getting a couple reinforcements back on the defensive line, talking about Woody Barron, who was out last week. That's going to be key. So, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised to see Butler on pace for over 1,000 again because we know what he's capable of. Yeah, there's a reason the Ticats went out and got him, and uh, he's showing them uh, he was worth every penny, at least uh, last few weeks, but uh, definitely so far this season. Uh, I got to thank you. I don't know if I got to thank you personally, but the 4 o'clock kickoff, BC time, Absolutely love, Matt. I absolutely love it. The 7 o'clock Eastern time, uh, that is when the Ticats take on the BC Lions. Uh, Matt, I know you'll be there, uh, so thanks so much for uh, for setting it up for us. Really appreciate it. Anytime, and hey, yeah, this guy loves the 4 o'clock starts too, because in summertime, uh, once we leave the stadium, 9, 9.30, it's not even dark out yet, so... Oh, you got to rub it in. You, you and your you BC people, you got to rub it in. And, hey, the Mountaineers not good enough. You got to rub it in. Uh, hey, Matt, talk to hey, but, hey, talk to me in a couple months when it's uh, dark and cloudy. We, we do this again before we come there in October. I'm sure the weather will be different. That's that's how it works. Matt Baker, uh, thanks for being my guest here today on Speaking with the Enemy. Anytime. <laughs>